0: They've been focusing a lot in the last few years on fleet management and how you get resources to support electrical power restoration, for example, into an affected area with all the different regulatory problems surrounding moving large fleets and overweight trucks, etc., into an area. So that's been a very successful public-private partnership that's been more in the mid-Atlantic region, and it's really starting to expand nationally. In a world Filled with chaos and a myriad of risks, there is opportunity. You're listening to Riding the Wave, project management for emergency managers, where we discuss how we adapt and rise above those rolling waves of hazards and threats we face, and rise to the top. And now,
1: your host, the president of Pinnacle Performance Management, Andrew Boyarski. We spoke with Steve Gutkin, who was the deputy director of the New Jersey Office of Homeland Security and Preparedness where he was responsible for leading the state's counterterrorism, cybersecurity, emergency preparedness, resilience, executive protection and crisis management. He began his career with New Jersey OHSMP in 2012, serving as chief of the Critical Infrastructure Protection and Planning and Project Management Bureaus. Prior to that, he served as executive director for the U.S. Department of Homeland Security-funded Regional Catastrophic Planning Team of New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show, Steve. We appreciate you taking part in this podcast.
0: Great, Andrew. Thanks for the invitation and allowing me to participate. Uh, It's a great topic, and we're happy to participate and give the best practices as we see them here from the state of New Jersey's perspective.
1: Can you provide an example of an industry sector that distinguishes itself in terms of organizational resilience? Sure.
0: So we've seen some pretty significant work going on in the energy sector uh, and even more specifically probably the electric sector uh, following both Irene and then Sandy. Uh, So we've seen folks that have really upped their game here in New Jersey. As far as building their resilience taking pretty drastic steps to increase resilience overall uh, not only from target hardening measures but how they're planning together uh, in their organization and both cross organizational
1: steve you had experience with hurricanes irene and sandy what have you seen that exemplifies better practices in public private partnerships
0: so two specific examples uh more i guess during sandy originally Um, The state of New Jersey, my office, the Office of Homeland Security and Preparedness, uh, created this concept of the private sector coordination desk, uh, and what is really aimed at giving the owners and operators of critical infrastructure assets direct line into the emergency operations center when an event is happening, whether that be either a planned event, large-scale event, like the Super Bowl, for example, that was in New Jersey uh, two years ago, or during a disaster or during some sort of a a man-made or terrorist attack. Uh, So, that group stands up, as I said, during all those incidents to include even uh, significant snowstorms and provides resources where the critical infrastructure owners and operators may be having difficulty meeting resource requests at the local level that get pushed up to the state level. And then the state private sector coordination desk can help sort of negotiate getting those resources to them so that they can get their businesses back up and running as quickly as possible separately we also work with an organization called the All Hazards Consortium uh, which New York City also participates with uh, that's looking at uh, they've been focusing a lot in the last few years on fleet management and how you get resources to support electrical power restoration for example into an affected area with all the different regulatory problems surrounding moving large fleets and overweight trucks etc into an area so that's been a very successful public that's been more in the mid-Atlantic region, and it's really starting to expand nationally. Uh, The private sector coordination desk that I mentioned before was recognized by FEMA as a national model, and FEMA has now uh, stood up a capability called the Business Emergency Operations Center that they use, uh, they activate on a national level where large-scale events are happening to really help with resource management and resilience overall.
1: One of the many areas that you're responsible for is cybersecurity. Would you share with us some of the efforts that your agency is involved in to enhance our overall cybersecurity?
0: Sure, so several years ago, two years ago exactly, almost to the day, um, we stood up a capability called the New Jersey Cybersecurity and Communications Integration Cell, which is modeled after DHS, the US Department of Homeland Security's National Cybersecurity and Communications Integration Center located uh, down in DC. Uh, what we realized was that there was somewhat of a gap in sharing indicators of compromise and cybersecurity threat intelligence, uh, both in the public sector and in the private sector here in New Jersey. So we created this capability uh, that was uh, signed by executive order by Governor Christie uh, two years ago, and it is the first and only currently state-level cybersecurity operations center in the United States, with with its focus being it's a one-stop shop for any entity to report activity whether it be a breach or some type of suspicious uh, malware ransomware attacks <clears throat> excuse me and to get uh resources to be able to mitigate from those things uh currently we have over 4000 members of the NJ Kick and to become a member of the NJ Kick you just have to sign up on our website cyber.nj.gov and we're sharing these resources and threat information uh for some entities in real time machine to machine, Uh, otherwise folks are getting regular alerts if they sign up for alerts based on their sector. Or there's a once per week uh, email blast that goes out that talks about the latest and greatest threats that we're seeing in the cybersecurity space and are shared with all of our constituents at no cost.
1: The recent ransomware attack, what was called the WannaCry malware that impacted the British national healthcare system severely among many other areas around the globe appeared to have a very limited effect here in the New York, New Jersey area. What was your read on the situation here in the public and private sectors?
0: Yes, that, that is definitely the case. Uh, fortunately, there was very limited exposure here in the U.S., uh, and interestingly, the, the NJKIC, the, the Cybersecurity and Communications Integration Cell, was tracking that all along. And uh, one of the things that became evident was that the vulnerability that was being attacked in that case was uh, something within Microsoft's operating system that had been patched back in March, which for us just stresses the importance of making sure that your systems are patched and up-to-date at all times because had systems that uh, were victims of the WannaCry cry uh, malware had been patched and had been up to date, they might not have experienced that attack. Uh, so we provide those resources to folks to make sure that they're patching. And then in addition, uh, we're tracking over 160 ransomware variants. Uh, and where available, we're actually posting the uh, decryption keys so that folks do not pay the ransom. We always recommend not paying the ransom.
1: We spoke with Steve Gutkin, the Deputy Director of the New Jersey Office of Homeland Security and Preparedness. You may find out more information at www.pinnacleperformancemanagement.com. At Riding the Wave, we like to get your feedback, and you may contact me directly at my email address, andrew at pinnacleperformancemanagement.com. Thanks for listening and come back soon for our next podcast.
0: You've been listening to Riding the Wave, hosted by Andrew Boyarski, President of Pinnacle Performance Management and Clinical Associate Professor in Emergency and Project Management at NYU and John Jay College. All thoughts are his own.